Now on view at SCAD Fash, Manish Aurora's Life is Beautiful. Renowned for dazzling designs and a rainbow of colors, Manish Aurora has brought the talent and craftsmanship of India's rich sartorial history to the global forefront, earning international acclaim on runways across three continents. Designing in India since the 1990s, Aurora's glittering garments celebrate extravagant expressions of self through varied materials, techniques, and silhouettes in a triumphant union of Western and Eastern aesthetics adapted to today's multicultural society with a touch of humor. Find out more at scadfash.org. Support for WABE comes from 100 Miles, a nonprofit committed to preserving Georgia's 100-mile coast. Protecting this critical coastal ecosystem takes all of us. Watch the stories of the innovators and future leaders who help keep our coast flowing at OurGeorgiaCoast.org. From WABE in Atlanta, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. Atlanta's historic Oakland Cemetery is also our city's oldest public park. This weekend, Oakland Cemetery continues its annual After Dark Art Spring event, Illumine. And this year's expanded event will focus on the cemetery's newly restored historic African-American burial grounds and women's comfort station, highlighting the lives of the men and women who created them, managed them, and whose stories they tell. Later this hour, producer Summer Evans brings us a preview of Illumin with an audio postcard from Oakland Cemetery. Plus, speaking of music, our series of local musicians in their own words, today featuring the band Moloch. First, you are joining us on the very last day of the member drive. Thanks so much to all of you who donated, as it is exciting to see such an outpouring of support. Now, let's hear from you. Your gift right now will help us wrap things up. So please give at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Here's City Light senior producer Kim Drobes. In order to wrap things up successfully, we've set hourly benchmarks to help us move forward. And for this hour, that number is 19. Can you help us stay on track on this final day with your gift right now? And when you do give right now, your name's going to be entered into a drawing to win a two-night stay at Sea Island on the Georgia coast. Your stay, among other things, also includes a round of golf for two people, if you enjoy golf. And also remember, while you're here, right now. That's because WABE is a news source that is credible, responsible, and civil. We can be an even stronger Atlanta news source right now with your help at wabe.org donate. So why not give right now on this final day of the member drive, wabe.org donate or with a call 678-553-9090. Thanks. My name is Christopher Young. 
I live in Decatur, Georgia. I mean, I listen to uh, City Lights, so I know Lois. I even all of the things that she talks about are culturally robust, and I can appreciate that. But her voice is more of the reason I listen. It's very calming. There's nothing more that I need than something soothing when out in traffic in Atlanta. Thank you, Christopher from Decatur. There are so many reasons to enjoy what you hear on WABE. Maybe like Christopher, you find some things we are soothing, or perhaps you find our programs refreshing, stimulating. That's what great public radio is all about, how it moves you. Whatever your reason or reasons, now is the time to support what you appreciate on WABE. Please make your gift online at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. And when you take that moment to give, please consider becoming a sustaining member. We found that for those of you who choose to give monthly, there's kind of a sweet spot. It's around $10 a month. That's it. And by the way, that $10 a month gets you the beautiful Fabian Williams mug this year. So with that monthly gift, you'll join tens of thousands of Atlanta listeners who have decided to step it up and fund 90.1 at wabe.org donate. And we could use your help because Metro Atlanta is our biggest source of funding. Nearly 84% of it comes from Metro Atlanta. So we are counting on you today. Please give what you can at wabe.org slash donate or give us a call 678-553-9090. When you give to WABE today at $15 a month, we'd like to send you a really great thank you gift. It's the fresh new WABE Amplifying Atlanta tote bag. Perfect for groceries, books, and the beach. Designed by Atlanta artist Fabian Williams, it features illustrations of some of Atlanta's most iconic landmarks, along with our beloved WABE hosts. That's at just $15 a month or a one-time gift of $180. You'll also automatically get the PBS Streaming Service Passport. Support independent journalism when you take a moment to give monthly at wabe.org slash donate or phone 678-553-9090 and thank you. And remember, here on the last day of the member drive, when you give right now, your name is being entered into that drawing to win a two-night stay at Sea Island on the Georgia coast. Please go to wabe.org slash contest rules for full details. As we finish up the drive, thank you to everyone who could afford to give this spring. We still could use a little more help. So if it's possible for you, we look forward to your donation right now at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Thank you. And now, a one-woman show from Outfront Theater coming to Art Station in Stone Mountain. In rural, small-town Texas, a devout Christian mother must choose between convention and compassion when her teenager comes out. The play The Pink Unicorn 
is a one-woman show performed by actor Kina Redding, who portrays the mother of the teen, Trisha. Outfront Theatre Company partnered with Art Station in Stone Mountain for this production. Kina Redding joins me now via Zoom, along with Outfront Theatre director Paul Conroy. Welcome to City Lights. Thanks for having us, Lois. Thank you so much. Well, would you give us a synopsis of The Pink Unicorn? Who wants to do that? Kina, I think I think you should. You're living in the story, so I think you should. <laughs> I'm living in the story. And Lois, I felt like you really did a good job of the intro that you just gave. Trisha Lee lives in Spockton, Texas, and she is very Christian. And when she finds out that her daughter is non-binary or her daughter comes out to her as non-binary. It's truly her very human journey of acceptance and then moving from acceptance into how can we make the world safer for non-binary people. And that's really what the story is about. It's just a truly human journey because we do see her go through all of the stages of trying to embrace this, trying to understand it, trying to understand what her daughter's talking about because she doesn't understand a lot of the verbiage. So we watch her go through these stages and then finally understanding that she's gonna love her daughter no matter what. And then after that, as a parent, wanted, like a mama bear, really wanting to help make the world a better place, not just for her daughter, but for all people who are non-binary. Hmm. When you first read The Pink Unicorn, how did it strike you? Well, one of the things that struck me the most about it is the heart. I just remember crying <laughs> toward the middle and end of it and truly feeling that it touched, reached in and touched my heart. And then the other thing I noticed was the script is written by a lovely playwright, Elise Fourier Eddy, and she is a Caucasian woman, and I am a person of color. So there was some language that was in the piece that didn't quite fit with a person of color. So Elise Fourier Eddy was very, very gracious and said, just adapt it. And I was like, wow, <laughs> okay. And so she gave me license to um, not change the script or change the story, but just add things that made it more, more personable for a person of color playing the role. And that was truly a freeing and giving thing for the playwright to do and really helped me to embody the role in a more authentic way. So I'm so grateful to her for that. It's unusual that the coming out, coming of age story is told here by the conservative and at first change resistant parent. Why do you think the playwright wanted to tell it from her perspective. And Lois, I think it's just what you said. It's when a person comes from, has to, the journey is so far. Trisha Lee's arc is such a huge arc to follow in the play. And I think a lot of people will identify with 
I don't understand this, or it might seem ridiculous to me. And what are all these new words? And why are we pronouns and new gender pronouns? What is what is all this stuff, right? So to see her come from this place of truly ignorance about all of this, and then having to really examine herself and how she was processing it, and then really making the decision to to go forth and love her daughter and, and, and support her daughter in this new person that her daughter is blossoming into. It's just a truly human experience and truly it's emotional for me as the actress playing the role. And I'm sure that it's emotional for the audience too, I have heard because this is a remounting of the production that we did on Zoom last year at Outfront. Paul, I was hoping you'd talk about the collaboration with ArtStation. This production is on stage in Stone Mountain. Do you expect that the theatergoers will respond differently to the storyline than that of an in-town Atlanta audience? I think they will, but I don't think that it's location that matters. What I love about this story is, you know, like so many great pieces of theater is that every single audience member looks at it from their own perspective and takes something away from it. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that there are not more conservative or liberal areas, both of the metro Atlanta area of our state and of our country, you know, and people might make the assumption that an in-town audience is more liberal and you go outside the perimeter, it might be a little more conservative. But I think that that's where the strength of the piece is, is that, as Kina said, it's coming from a perspective of a parent with their child. And so I actually think that there'll be more people that can identify with this character and with this play in a place like Stone Mountain, because so much of the LGBTQ plus community is just accepted at face value here in Atlanta that the struggles that Trisha Lee goes through might resonate in a totally different way and hit a little closer to home in a place like Stone Mountain. Kina, how do you convey Trisha's teenager and a sense of their personality and struggles while you're in the role of Trisha herself? I envision, I'm so happy you asked that question, first of all, Lois. I envision my daughter, who is not a teenager anymore, (laughs) (laughs) but I envision our, our many conversations about life and about change and about how we are in the world and how we move in the world. And I just envision my daughter every time I am embracing the character of Joe. So I I envision my daughter, (laughs) my real daughter. (laughs) Sweet. Trisha's fears about her queer teenager coming out have a lot to do with the conservative small town life she lives. What internal and external issues is she working through in the play? I think she's dealing with a lot of fear. I I think it's very purposeful that the playwright set this, and it is semi-autobiographical, set this in Texas where there are Southern sensibilities about being polite and about following 
certain norms from generation to generation. And I think it can be, you know, frightening for a lot of people that have this pure love for their child. But at the same time, as far as pronouns and gender identities and sexual identities that have come to the forefront that have existed, but had not been in the conscious in the past 10, 15, 20 years, it can be a lot for people to handle. And I think that this piece is so timely, especially right now, because of what we're seeing happening in states like Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Alabama, as far as trans children and um, just what their parents are struggling with. And so I, I think that there's just a lot of fear and struggle on Trisha's part of I have this pure love for my child, but it's something that I just completely do not understand. When Trisha first learns that Joe is genderqueer, there's all these questions running around in her head, you know, how, how will Joe be accepted? How will Trisha be accepted? Well, how does this relate to her faith, her Christianity? But there's just so much fear. But through all of that fear, Trisha latches onto something. And I think that that is at the core of the play. And that is love. She latches onto the love of her daughter and that becomes her overriding charge forward. And in that love, all of that other stuff falls away. For such serious topics, I read that the story actually offers plenty of humor. How is that woven into the play? <laughs> yeah, I feel, I, feel like, I feel like we're making it sound like a very heavy educational show and it is educational but there is humor as well there are so many funny moments actually the the play is interwoven with humor the whole play and i'm not going to give any tidbits of moments because i want people to come and see it and, and live those moments with me through the character on stage but it's hilarious so you will be laughing hysterically so there's there's a mixture of both. It's like making a, a a lovely cake with lots of eggs and flour and butter, and so all of that is mixed in there to create this this beautiful cake called the pink unicorn. So come prepared to laugh, 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 and also to cry, all interwoven. Hmm. Keena, I'm thinking about your mining memories of conversations with your own daughter for the role of Trisha. The pink unicorn seems to be as much about the generational divide as it is about gender identity and politics. What lessons do you think audience members, young and older, will take away from this play. I am a firm believer, Lois, in the wisdom of youth mm. and how the youth can show us things that we never thought if we're willing to, to listen to what they say and embrace what they say. And a, a lot of times it's very scary. Like I know a lot of things my daughter would say to me, like, what? That's crazy. What? <laughs> but then I was like, okay, let me think about it. Let me think about it. And gave myself some time to really hear and digest what she was saying. And I often found when I when I embraced those youthful ideas, I became more youthful myself. 
because I was learning and changing and growing. And I feel that that's what we're here to do anyway. In this beautiful thing we call life is to learn and change and grow. And I feel like the youth show us that by bringing up new things that we never thought we would have to deal with that are scary, like this idea of, you know, queerness at that for Trisha Lee. But when she when she stopped and she thought about it and she really feels it and embraces it with her heart and her life, then she changes and grows. And I think that that is what the youth are here to teach us. And so I think that that is going to become crystal clear to the audience. And I think that for our oldest older audience, but it will also become clear for our younger audience audience that they are empowered through their voice, through their youthful voice to exact positive change in those that are older. And I think that that is empowerment for the youth as well as for our older audiences. So I feel like everybody's going to enjoy this. Come with an open mind, come with an open heart, and you'll find some connection that you can leave with. Outfront Theater Director Paul Conroy and actor Keena Redding, they're presenting the Pink Unicorn at Art Station in Stone Mountain, which opens tomorrow and runs through May 1st. You can find out more about the production on our website, wabe.org. In a moment, City Lights producer Summer Evans takes us to Illumine, Oakland Cemetery's annual After Dark Arts event. But first... We are in the very final day of the spring member drive. I'm talking the final hours. Now, if you haven't given yet, but you've been meaning to, this is your day, your moment to do something great, not only for yourself, but for the entire metro Atlanta area. Support WABE. Your gift not only brings you city lights, But on this last day of the fundraiser, there's also something else. And City Light senior producer Kim Drobes will tell you more. Indeed, that something else is that you will be entered into a drawing to win a two-night stay at Sea Island on the Georgia coast. Also, try and remember why you listen to WABE. Our civil approach to sharing the news is perhaps one of the reasons you appreciate this station. And today... On the last day of the drive, in the last hours of the drive, your gift will really help at wabe.org slash donate. Also, as we wrap it up, we have these hourly benchmarks or goals that we keep trying to hit, and you guys could help us be successful. Right now, we need 11 more of you to call in this hour. Can we count on you? wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Thanks. I'm Jen White, and I am the host of 1A from WAMU and NPR. I think public radio has made this commitment to being a space for respectful, thoughtful conversations, even when those conversations are uncomfortable and difficult. And I think that's incredibly important because we are now in a time in this country where it's so easy to lock ourselves off in our respective bubbles and to be very comfortable there. Public radio, and it's something that attracted me to it, is a place where it's not always about agreement, but can we understand? Can we listen 
I think we stand to gain more from that. Help us get to the heart of the story together by donating now. Here's how to give. You go to wabe.org slash donate or call us at 678-553-9090. Ask about some of the great thank you gifts we're offering during the member drive. And I think you'll find something that agrees with you there. Jen White highlights something special about public radio, taking the time to explore difficult topics without sensationalism. Here on City Lights, we pride ourselves on sharing a wide array of diverse arts and culture coverage with people from all walks of life. Please support this inclusive coverage of Atlanta by giving online at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Please believe that your gift really does make it happen. So how about starting your membership with a sustaining gift of maybe $10 a month? When you sign up as a monthly sustaining donor, that $10 helps us pay for Every reason you listen to 90.1, including shows like Morning Edition and Closer Look and City Lights, we all try to tell powerful, intriguing stories every day. And your sustaining gift helps us to continue to amplify the voices of Atlanta long after this funding drive is over. You know, the amount you give is really up to you. Only you know what you can afford, and maybe this year you can't afford to give. But maybe your neighbor can. And we are a community. So please give what you can. 84% of our funding comes from the metro Atlanta area. And that is listeners just like you. Please give as generously as you can at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. For some listeners who value and appreciate WABE, Show your philanthropic side as a WABE Cornerstone Society member. Cornerstone members get invitations to a variety of functions throughout the year and also attend other unique insider events related to the stations. If you can afford to donate $100 or more a month as a sustainer, Please do so now. Donate online at wabe.org or call 678-553-9090. Think about how much you appreciate listening to WABE, how long you've been listening, and join us for the equivalent of about $3 a day. The Cornerstone Membership. Learn more at wabe.org slash donate or 678-553-9090. And thank you. Help us reach our goal this hour. We need to hear from 11 more of you. And remember, when you donate right now, your name is being entered into that drawing to win a two-night stay at Sea Island on the Georgia coast. Y'all, it's the last day. It's the last hour. So come on, lend a hand with your monthly gift at wabe.org slash donate or give us a call 678-553-9090. And thank you so much. 
When you give right now, we'd like to send you the brand new WABE t-shirt. This black tee has the WABE logo on the front and the slogan, a rare medium, well done on the back. It's yours with a new monthly gift of $20 or a one-time gift of $240. And as a bonus, you'll receive the PBS streaming service passport. When you give right now, you're helping to pay for all of the WABE programs you love. Plus, you're amplifying Atlanta by funding fact-based, impartial news. So please, give monthly at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090 and thanks. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R-I-C-H-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. This week, Oakland Cemetery comes alive with Illumin, the annual After Dark Spring art event. City Lights producer Summer Evans went down to the historic burial grounds and brought back this audio postcard. Oakland Cemetery is shining a light on some of the untold stories of their residents. Their after dark experience, Illumin, is back after a two year hiatus due to the pandemic. This year's event focuses on the recently restored African American burial grounds and the 1908 Women's Comfort Station. The African American burial grounds has been undergoing restoration by the historic Oakland Foundation since 2017. Now that the grounds are restored to pristine conditions, this year's Illumin is bringing to light some of those new sections and stories. One of the residents highlighted on the tour is one of the first black photographers in Atlanta, Thomas Askew. Thomas Askew's work was curated by W.E.B. Du Bois for the 1900 Paris Exposition in an exhibit that showcased middle and upper middle class black life in Atlanta at that turn in the century. That's Mary Fernandez, Oakland's special events and volunteer manager. Sometimes this exhibit has been called proto-Afrofuturism because of the way that it forecasted uh, how this community was going to grow and increase in its economic and social power within the city and within the country as a whole. These elegant photographs of black life in the late 19th century are displayed not far from his final resting place, which is adorned with a red glowing balloon. The historic Oakland Foundation commissioned several Atlanta artists, florists, and seamstresses to create installations throughout the burial grounds. Multidisciplinary artist Alex Suavani 
created her installation around the unmarked graves at the African-American burial grounds. Specifically, she wanted to focus on a place of remembrance, inspired by traditional African-American funerary grave practices. I've also used broken plates that are broken to release the spirit from the plates, and also upside down chairs, you know, give the dead a place to sit in the underworld. Blue and green lights are cast upon the monuments created out of found objects, like glass bottles and vases. The colors represent the water world that the dead were believed to transition into in order to reach the other side. Along the brick pathways in the cemetery are phone booth-sized lanterns. They each have descriptions and QR codes about Oakland's history and its residents. One of the most notable residents who is spotlighted, literally, is Atlanta's first black mayor, Maynard Jackson. And what's interesting about his burial plot is where it's located within the cemetery. So this area on which his grave sits is called North Public Grounds. It was originally the Popper's Burial Ground for Atlanta's poor white citizens. This is distinct from the burial grounds for its black citizens at the time. And Oakland was a segregated burial site. Uh, when people think of segregation, typically what comes to mind is trolley cars or restrooms, but cemeteries were segregated as well. And when Maynard Jackson was buried in this particular site at North Public Grounds, he desegregated this whites-only section of the cemetery. And so in death, just as in life, he crossed this final color line here at Oakland Cemetery. As you meander around this peaceful space, you will see intricately lit headstones, monuments, and sculptures. Glowing orbs hang from trees, and time-lapse videos taken from the perspective of blooming daffodils in the cemetery are projected on the side of mausoleums. The creative director behind Illumin, Cooper Sanchez, is also a contract gardener of Oakland. He wanted flowers to serve as both the backdrop and centerpiece of this event. The initial idea for Illumin was to showcase the gardens in the height of spring. The um, Victorians loved floral sprays for funerary events, but they also, we know that the Victorians loved to garden in the cemetery. And so a lot of what you see, these gardens that we've been working on extensively for 15 to 20 years, uh, they're interpretations of what we think it may have looked back in the day, 120 years ago. This intersection of history and art is the perfect way to illuminate the stories of Oakland's residents. Illumin's self-guided experience is open this Thursday through Sunday, beginning at sunset. That audio postcard was by City Lights producer Summer Evans. The music you heard was by Okori Johnson, also known as Okay Cello. He performs at Illumin on Friday and Saturday evening. More information is available on our website, wabe.org. In a moment, our series of musicians 
local musicians in their own words. Speaking of music, today featuring the Atlanta band Moloch. But first, I'm Lois Reitzes. You're listening to City Lights, and this is the last day of the spring member drive. <laughs> Do I sound excited? Yes, it's because we are. When you make a donation right now, it helps provide the funding we need to bring you City Lights. So please take a moment to help right now at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Joined by City Lights senior producer Kim Drobes and a special guest. Indeed, we are in the last day, the last hours of this pledge drive. And in order to meet our goals, we have to keep on track. So they give us some benchmarks. And Summer Evans, who you just heard do that amazing piece on a lumen, is here to tell me how many more are we supposed to get this hour? Who do we have to hear from? We got nine more to go. Come on, people. Less than 10. Nine more of you, please. Give what you can, wabe.org slash donate. And when you give right now, you're going to be entered into a drawing to win a two-night stay at Sea Island. That's on the Georgia coast. We know you're not giving to the drawing just because of the giveaway, but also, of course, for Atlanta arts and culture coverage that we try to give you every day here on City Lights. Stories like the one you just heard Summer do from Oakland Cemetery and their art event Illumint. Your donation helps this mini but mighty team keep doing what we do best. Please give by going to wabe.org slash donate or with a call 678-553-9090. My name is Dave Suplee and I live in Alpharetta, Georgia. I think the reason we give on a monthly basis is it's a, it's a friendly reminder to the fact that you're providing something as a gift, but you're also receiving something back with that gift too. And then also too, it, it perks your thoughts of what could you do next? And you, you decide to, to move uh, and do something a little bit more when you have that opportunity. Thank you, Dave from Alpharetta. There is something reassuring about being a sustaining member of WABE. You know, each month that your investment is bringing you a service you use. You don't need to worry about renewing. And listening to WABE may inspire you to give more, just like Dave. Now is an excellent time to consider donating just a few more dollars a month. In fact, now we look forward to hearing from you because we are in the last day of our spring membership campaign. Please donate at wabe.org. If you want to give a little more, wabe.org slash upgrade, or tell the phone operator you'd like to upgrade at 678-553-9090. And thanks to all of you who are sustaining members. Thanks to all of you who donate. Indeed. And we're trying to meet a goal this hour. And Summer just told me we've heard from two more of you. So we have nine more to go. Yep. Yep. Nine Nine more to go. So please, as Lois was saying, sustaining membership really does help us plan out our budget and our year. So let's say you decide to give $10 a month 
to WABE, and you're curious, what does that really do? Well, part of the reason that City Lights can continue to be on the air is because thousands of people started their sustaining memberships in a past fundraiser, and believe me, it adds up. So in order to bring you Morning Edition and All Things Considered, WABE pays a fee to NPR, and this is a hard number to take, but it comes out to more than $4,000 a day every day. And that is just for the news magazine shows. We really do rely on your gift to help us pay this cost. In fact, 84% of all of our funding comes from right here in Atlanta. So now is your best time to become a sustaining giver. Please don't put it off. There's only hours left in this drive. WABE.org slash donate or call 678 553 Oh, many of us feel busier than ever, and time is limited. Fortunately, donating to WABE won't take long. Giving online at wabe.org slash donate is the easiest and quickest way to give. It takes just moments to complete the entire process. And we are looking to complete this spring member drive on a high note. You, by donating now in these last hours of the last day of our spring fund drive, you can help us make it a grand finale. Click on wabe.org donate. You'll go directly to our safe and secure giving page. You select the amount. You look at the great thank you gifts with wonderful art by Atlanta artist Fabian Williams. You decide whether you want to become a monthly sustainer or give a one-time gift. This is how simple it is. It just takes a few clicks for you to help WAVE amplify the many voices of our Atlanta community. Please go online to wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Thank you. And remember, when you donate right now, your name is being entered into our most valuable drawing of the entire spring fundraiser. It's a two-night stay at Sea Island on the Georgia coast. You know you want to go to the beach. Who doesn't want to go to the beach? You're in this drawing when you donate right now at wabe.org donate. Or if you want to learn more about the contest, go to wabe.org slash contest rules. You'll be able to get full details there. And of course, you can also give over the phone 678-553-9090. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for joining me. It's time now for our segment, Speaking of Music where we get to hear from Atlanta musicians in their own words. Hi, my name's Jake Aaron. And my name is Paul Stevens. And we are Moloch. That's M-O-L-O-Q for those curious. A band from Atlanta. Our music I would describe as experimental pop. We both play multiple instruments in it. I handle 
vocals, guitar, and electronics. And I played the drums and also electronics, including synthesizers and samplers. In terms of what motivates and inspires us, to me, it's almost a compulsion. It's just an idea will pop into my head like an intrusive thought, and I'm like, well, gotta make this a real song now, and then I am supplicant to the idea. I'm subservient to the idea, and let that totally guide me. What about you, Paul? Uh, I'm in so inspired right now by the smell of spring in Atlanta. The flowers are really doing it for me right now, so the wisteria I smelled, that's inspiring me. What's motivating me is making music with so many great people in this city, my bandmate Jake included. I wrote Lesson, which is a song performed by ourselves, Jake and I, Moloch, with Avery Drought from the band Night Palace on vocals. I wrote this song about being a piano teacher, something I've been doing for about 10 years now, just as a collection of phrases that I have said many times to students. And Avery sang the heck out of it. Beautiful song, definitely one of my favorites of ours. song we included is called Boss and it's exactly as the title would suggest. It's about the boss, the proverbial figure. I was inspired to write that when working in hourly wage labor and just envisioning a boss character that was just not quite engaged in their life and felt unfulfilled in this sort of schleppy wage kind of work so that's why it goes kind of psychedelic and crazy at the end but we like a lot of our stuff we also like to have a sense of humor about it and not take it too seriously can't say that the climate around here suits my So we just put out an EP called Quits, which reads Moloch dot 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 quits. We are in fact not quitting, just thought it would be a funny little bit. It is three songs including Boss and Lesson and a third song we did with DeLorean Gray of uh, Sunset Honor Unit called Finer Fortunes. 
We just put it out a few weeks ago, and we would love y'all to check out these tracks. They're gonna be on a new album coming out, hopefully, this summer. We are also playing Tuesday, June 7th at 529 in East Atlanta, and Friday, July 8th at Bog Social and Supply on the west side. Come see us, we'd love to hear ya. We'd love to see ya. <laughs> we'd love to talk to ya. Moloch and our series Speaking of Music. More information about the Atlanta band Moloch is on our website, wabe.org, and that is where you can donate on this final day of WABE Spring Member Drive. We're trying to stay on track with six minutes left in this hour. We need to hear from seven of you to stay on track. So help us reach this hour's benchmark with your donation at wabe.org slash donate or 678-553-9090. Here's City Lights senior producer Kim Droves. As Lois said, we are trying to meet a goal this hour, and we have producer Summer Evans with us. Summer, you have an update, don't you? Yes, we just got another one in. We need five more. Oh, good. Oh, we, good. Five we, and five and a half minutes. I, we can, we can do this. We can do this. We would love to thank everyone who has given this hour, but hey, what about you? Giving right now also gets you entered into that drawing to win a two-night stay at Sea Island on the Georgia coast. You get to go to the beach here on the final day in the final hours. Think for a moment about why you listen to NPR. Well, it keeps you in the know, teaches you new things, gives you a deeper understanding, and your gift makes it possible. Look, we know you've been busy and that you've been trying to find time to donate, and that's all totally cool, but this is the last day, the last hours, and believe me, now is the time. WABE.org slash donate or call us 678-553-9090. Hey, it's Peter Segel from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and here in the WABE fundraiser, please take a moment to consider the observations from Atlanta's very own dad's garage can you just drive please watch where you're going i am driving all right it's one text yeah i i know. look frank i would have driven if you needed to get back to texas you are now listening to wabe 90.1 see Ooh. why can't you be that smooth why can't you be as smooth as the radio talker well i'm sorry melissa that my voice isn't as sultry as h johnson frank i guess i'm being a little hard on you yeah i'm not being very understanding let me just turn up the radio a little bit W-A-B-E. W-A-B-E. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling so much better. It's like warm velvet took over my body. It's like I don't even remember that we're driving to your mother's house. I forgot how beautiful you are. Just take a look at me sometime. My God, you're ravishing. I know. Park the car. This kiss was brought to you by W-A-B-E. Observations of Dad's Garage. Look, it only takes a moment to donate, so please give. Here's how. 
donate online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling us at 678-553-9090. Thanks to the wonderful team at Dad's Garage for that fundraising smile. Whitney Millsap, Freddie Boyd, and Tim Stoltenberg. Please, in these final three minutes of City Lights on the final day of our spring membership campaign, we hope to hear from you with your donation now at 678-553-9090 or online at wabe.org. Thanks. You know, we're so grateful to be in a community like Atlanta that really supports public broadcasting. The vast majority, about 84% of our funding, comes from in and around Atlanta, with about 10 to 12% coming from grants and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. We here at WABE receive no state funding, so we rely on Metro Atlanta and listeners just like you for financial help. Consider a gift of $10 a month. You will get yourself a Fabian Williams mug that is beautifully designed. You are the only one that knows how much that you can contribute. Please do what's right for you. 678-553-9090 or make your contribution online. WABE.org slash donate. And thank you so much. We often talk about making the monthly donation because that regular monthly income enables us to plan better. And it's easy for many listeners to give a bit each month. But we understand If giving monthly isn't manageable for your planning, we welcome gifts in any amount without the need to commit monthly. If you can afford to help, please do so now online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Thanks to all of you who have donated. And now with Barely a minute left in City Lights. We look forward to hearing from you. That's right. One quick last update from producer Summer Evans. We only need two more. Oh. Come on, people. All I was right. there. 678-553-9090. You have been listening to City Lights, our daily exploration of arts and culture. Catch an encore broadcast tonight at 9. Tomorrow at 11 a.m., the High Museum, David Driscoll Prize winner, Adrian Child stops by. Plus, we'll hear about Rising to the Tap, coming this weekend to Serenby. City Light senior producer is Kim Drobe. Summer Evans is our producer. Our engineer is Shelley Canavy. I'm your host, Lois Reitzes. Thanks to all of you who have donated now in these final seconds. Let's hear from you at wabe.org or 678-553-9090. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Have you donated to WABE yet? I know you've heard us talking about why it's important, but it doesn't have to be this big decision. You can give at whatever amount fits your budget. It can be a spur-of-the-moment thing. 
You already get so much out of public radio, so just go for it. Visit wab.org donate and become a member right now. And thank you.